Hello, tree huggers. Welcome back. I'm Stacy Pulley. And I'm Terry Cooper, and this is our second podcast. And we would like to kick it off by starting and talking about who our listeners should be and what kind of kids that we treat here at Family Tree. And I suppose if you are listening right now, you are the listener that we're hoping for. I suppose you are, because you're interested in what we have to say at Family Tree Therapies. And so today we hope to talk a little bit about what we, uh, what we do that's a little different, mm-hmm. and especially clarify some questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back to who else should listen. Oh, tell me more. If you're listening, that's great. I would also propose that this podcast and all of our future podcasts are designed with the parents of our current clients in mind. They're also designed for prospective parents who are curious about what we do at Family Tree Therapies, maybe just parents in general who would like a couple of tips or have heard some things and and want some more information. Mm -hmm. Did you mention clinicians? Not yet. Oh, oh, yes. So other clinicians, teachers, educators, you know, daycare workers, any grandparents, anybody who in essence comes in contact with children Mm -hmm. and wants to improve their relationship or maybe add new ideas to their toolbox. Absolutely. So let's move on and we'll tell you a little bit about some of the clients that we see here at Family Tree Therapies. I would say the majority of the clients that we service are somewhere between the ages of, say, 18 months and... 15 years of age. However, we do service infants. We've had babies as young as three? Three weeks, I dare say. I think there was a couple of like five-day-olds that have come for <laughs> some breastfeeding challenges, even younger. Oh, yes, yes, that's mm-hmm. true, breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And which is one of the things we're going to talk about is um, why would you come here and, and who exactly would we treat? And I'm talking in circles. Go ahead, Tier. I was on it. <laughs> <laughs> I started I started to look at the notes. I lost it. Okay, go ahead. I'll keep going. All right. So in addition to <laughs> the infants through 15, we also see individuals up through into their 20s, as well as we have some adult clients. However, the majority of our focus will be on that sort of developmental area. We work with people with specific diagnoses, say autism the spectrum disorders, cerebral palsy, spina bifida, Down syndrome, dyslexia, mm-hmm. dyspraxia, apraxia. And especially those kids that fall through the cracks, though. I would say the majority of our caseload through the years has shifted quite a bit to parents who come and don't have a di- an actual diagnosis. I mean, mm-hmm. I would say maybe 50% of mm-hmm. our caseload comes in and they just know that there's something that's not necessarily mm-hmm. making a lot of sense for them, something that their their child's not performing optimally in school, or mm-hmm. maybe they have some concerns and they've compared that child to another child that they know or a sibling, or they see something that just seems a little bit atypical for them. We oftentimes see kids that have been, <clears throat> parents that have been told that their kids should, maybe we should just wait and see what happens over the next couple of years or a couple of months. Those are the kids that we want to help you as parents realize maybe you can just wait and see, or maybe there's something that we can do, some very specifics that we can do. And I would say, do you like wait and see, Terry? I don't like wait and see. <laughs> In fact, Stacey <laughs> just gave me the pointer finger as a... Very clear point that we don't like the concept of wait and see. Because somehow maybe she wouldn't understand that we don't like wait and see. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, it's because if you're 
calling us, coming here, having a concern, there's something valid. Have you, I mean, Mm -hmm. moms and dads know. Mm -hmm. They just know there's something going on. And Mm -hmm. so oftentimes when you get that wait and see, we're missing out on valuable time. And it's not to say there's a window that's closing. That's not Mm -hmm. what we're insinuating. But there is a nice window of opportunity that as soon as you sense something in your Mm -hmm. child, maybe developmentally, um, atypical or not optimal. That's the time to call because when we're working within that window, then mm-hmm. we can have success a little faster. And that's our job. That's actually where the tagline for Family Tree Therapies came from. So Family Tree Therapies tagline is identify, understand, empower. <laughs> and it's that identification that we really want to help you with. So you might have this gut feeling that something's not quite right. It is our job as OTs and speech therapists to really break that down and delineate what exactly is potentially not quite optimal. And that's really our team approach as well. It comes in handy with that identify because oftentimes people call, they start to talk about their concerns and maybe they don't know like, oh, I didn't know you addressed auditory processing. I didn't know you addressed vision concerns. I didn't know that we could talk about behavioral challenges. Mm -hmm. And so we use that team approach to identify what are all the factors Mm -hmm. that are going into the, which is the next line, understanding Mm -hmm. what's actually happening. Um, And once you have that understanding and you have that perspective, then you can be empowered Mm -hmm. to figure out what's the next step. And our goal at Family Tree is during each therapy session is to empower not only you as a parent with things that you can do at home, but also empower the child. We really try to promote this sort of intrinsic sense of motivation in, in that our clients are doing things because it feels good, because it's the right thing to do, not because they were given a gold star or a lollipop when they left. Exactly. Which that mm-hmm. dives down into positive discipline. Later, mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. podcasts, we're going to talk about punishment and rewards and what mm-hmm. that means. But nice segue. Thanks. Yeah. You mm-hmm. like that? Okay. Mm-hmm. In general, I would say that here at Family Tree, a couple of the primary concepts that no matter if you're in speech therapy or if you're in OT that we operate from is as a clinic as a whole, we really like to take both a bottom-up and a top-down approach. What does that mean, Tara? Tell us more. I will. Mm -hmm. I will. Mm -hmm. So a bottom-up approach means really falls into that identification. So we are going to take a look at exactly why some of these challenges are happening. We're going to take a look at reflexes. We're going to look at the sensory systems, at the motor systems, at the visual system. Mm-hmm. And, and in terms of bottom-up from a speech perspective, including all of that, mm-hmm. and then there's hierarchies within speech production. So every single system that we work within, I like to think of that we have that hierarchy. So if mm-hmm. we're, even if we're talking about something simplistic like my child doesn't say R, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be um, just that articulatory process. We can show you how mm-hmm. we work from the bottom up to stabilize the body so that that R production improves. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes our bottom up strategies are, are more physical in nature. They might be very specific exercises or prompts on the face or very specific um, integrating types of activities. And then our top-down approaches, those are more sort of in-the-moment strategies of what do I do until some of these bottom-up things are sort of anchored and not fixed per se, but more integrated. Mm -hmm. And so those top-down strategies are are very helpful. Right. And that's where the language component can come in, like, and that's where our positive discipline component comes in, where you look at 
what are you doing as the parent to help that system stay regulated and using language to regulate the situation? So you're using that cortical functioning, you're using that top brain, that higher level functioning to help organize the body. So you have something like Terry said that was more specific and grounding and maybe a physical hands-on exercise uh, and then you're using language and something top down or something top mm-hmm. down to help regulate as well. Excellent. So why thank I, you. Brilliant. Did you enjoy that? Mm, it's nice. Yeah, I, hope, good. I hope you tree huggers did I, as well. I, I hope you all, <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed it because all of a sudden I felt like I was in class. Excellent, Stacy. Now sit down. Okay. Go ahead, Terry. <laughs> moving moving on. I'm trying. Okay. Uh a couple of our future podcasts, we're going to dive deeper into some of the the theories of occupational therapy in general here at Family Tree. There will be a separate podcast on speech therapy in general, but right now, I want to just give you, and by I, I mean we. <laughs> I see I've already been lost in this shuffle. <laughs> you hand her the microphone, there's a lot of power that goes with it. She's, she's all in. I'm sorry. You can't see, but I'm blushing. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Tia. Continue. Okay. So one program that we use that I say sort of sets us apart, we can dive deeper into this uh, during the OT podcast, looks at reflex integration, um, meaning a reflex is a very specific sensory stimulus, is processed by the brain, causes a very specific motor response. We can use this with a variety of different activities and exercises to to um, integrate the sensory systems along with some sensory integration techniques. We can develop our gross motor and our fine motor and our visual motor and perceptual skills. There's that fire hose. Thanks. If you listen to podcast number one, we joked about fire hoses and talking overheads already. This is the breakdown podcast here. Keep it simple. We will do some <laughs> exercises. With a great level of specificity <laughs> yes, and fun. Neuroscience. Mm-hmm. What if we just say that over and over again? Neuroscience. It's nice. Okay. Okay. Also, we do... Play. Play. Yes. And I think we're good at that. I think we're good at integrating play and science because mm. uh, both of us like to have a good time, but mm-hmm. we're also, you know, we like continuing education. We like learning. And mm-hmm. as I said, said before, we have 40 years experience of uh, together. That sounds... Hold. Wise. Uh, it sounds very Wise. 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 Mm-hmm. I like that reframing. Mm-hmm. Of uh, experience where we've gone to these programs. We've, we've not only gone to them, we've not only learned about them, but then we've come back. And like we talked about before, you experience, you, you learn best through experience. And so we've utilized all these things through the years. And we think we've put together what we think is the best programming mm-hmm. because it's so integrative. It's not a one mm-hmm. size fits all. Mm-hmm. Um, Comprehensive yeah. type of approach. So because we're sort of running out short on time, we try to keep our podcast right around 10 to 12 minutes. We won't go into too much depth or detail, but we also work. Do you want to say anything else? Yeah, but uh, you were, you were uh, running with it. I don't know. You were running with it. Uh, Linda Moodbell, I don't know if you know about those reading programs. You can look all these things up. We're going to have some links on Facebook. We also, of course, at uh, familytreetherapies.com, mm-hmm. we have links to all of these websites mm-hmm. and all these programs if you want to dive a little deeper. Mm-hmm. But we utilize Lindy Mood Bell programs, the positive discipline approach, prompt, which is a tactile cueing mm-hmm. approach for the face because speech is motor, and we mm-hmm. need to work at the motor level for mm-hmm. speech production. We do feeding uh, integratively with using OT and speech programming where we are looking at a multitude of factors that go into feeding difficulties and that requires a team. Mm-hmm. We have an integrative reading program, the same, requires a team where we look. Um, we, c- we can give a dyslexia diagnosis, 
Um, and we work within that team approach as OT. How do you contribute to reading, Terry? Well, I would like to save that for a reading podcast that we're going to have. Could you, could you give them a, a, a hot tip, a nugget? Sure, absolutely. We primarily look at the visual system, okay. how the visual system is operating. Yeah, that was what I was going for. That's okay. what I was pulling out of you. Just okay. one second. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Okay, following me now. Social thinking is a big one, perspective taking, um, understanding friendships. How do you maintain friendships? And shared social problem solving. Mm-hmm. And, and what's exciting about social thinking, we've always utilized it as OT mm-hmm. and speech, and we're excited about it. And, and a lot of these programs we use in both sessions. We All of our therapists have an understanding of the basics, so we're very transdisciplinary here. And of recently, we can bill for social thinking for some policies. I shouldn't. I should never say that out loud, should I? It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Asterisk. Okay. Check with Laura. <laughs> Laura will be coming soon. I shouldn't have said it out loud. I spoke too soon. Okay, also, last one for me would be the Botaco Breathing Program. So kids that have allergies, mouth breathing, mm-hmm. pacifier dependence, any open mouth, resting posture, we can work within the orofacial myofunctional mm-hmm. component and um, help your child establish nasal breathing patterns, which is very important for health and regulation. Talk about a fire hose. I didn't, I didn't mean to fire hose. I got excited. Okay, last two. Do you want to? <laughs> I, I, th- I think we're about good. I, we can go into depth more more later. Yeah, we're going to come up with an intro to OT and an intro to speech, and we'll slow it down. We welcome questions. We welcome ideas, things on Facebook, mm-hmm. wherever we post this. We're going to be posting this on our website, and uh, I think that's it, and we appreciate your time. Thanks for listening.